world has changed so much. I remember my life, the world that was. It was peaceful, safe. And then things started to go wrong. Powerful people became greedy. Close-minded fools began their assaults. And when the famine began, well, that's when the war for resources began. I was too young to understand them. I didn't see what was really happening. But I recall the incident. We all saw the incident. It feels like a lifetime ago. And ever since, the world has never been the same. It's a dangerous world, and I fear the worst of humanity is yet to come. But that's enough out of me. I know y'all don't want to hear me yapping no more. I'll turn on the radio. It's about time for the news anyway. Now, if you're uncomfortable with militia violence, police violence, death, eugenics, pandemic and disease, as well as heavy post-apocalyptic themes including poverty, starvation, violence, and mild ableism, this might not be the news station you want to hear. Stuff like that's been coming up a lot lately. Welcome back, my faithful listeners. I hope you enjoyed the morning radio music. I regret to say the music is over, but I'm delighted to inform you it's time now for the afternoon radio news. Your only source for the latest goings-on in this little corner of the post-apocalyptic wasteland we call home. We're live at the bottom of the hour this Saturday, 10th of April. It seems there have been some developments in our wasteland since yesterday, and we haven't a moment to lose. With that, let's jump straight into the weather. We're reaching the tail end of NS Molina's fury. Her destructive path has very nearly left our broadcasting range. This time tomorrow, the storm should be our issue no longer. And we might begin the arduous task of restoring our lives to normal. I use normal in the loosest sense, as I think none among us consider post-apocalyptic living as normal. As NS Molina leaves, the rains have thinned, halting the progression of our flooding crisis. While flood levels hold their present position, they are, at the very least, not presently rising. Wind speeds are down, while we presently have no way to accurately measure wind speeds. With reports from our sources throughout our broadcasting range, we can say with no hesitation that you should not worry of wind snatching your beasts, stealing your children, or ripping your homes from their fragile foundations. As far as temperatures are concerned, I'm afraid I have no good news. You can expect temperatures of 48 degrees Celsius for our high and a low tonight of minus 13. With the storm thinning and high temperatures, I'm afraid we can also expect a humidity level of 98%. Truly awful. That's going to do it for the weather. Next up, the refugee crisis. Let's begin with our refugee camps. As you know, the deluge of NS Molina has displaced countless souls as communities along low-laying areas flood and lay in murky, irradiated depths. It is unfortunate that as these souls travel waste in search of aid, settlements fortunate enough to be spared by the storm turn them away. This as they have not the resources to care for a sudden rise in population. These refugees have settled in camps surrounding these towns. With nothing but clothes and simple supplies, these desperate souls are fighting to survive. 
The NSD and AMM have taken to policing these camps, keeping a fragile peace. It is most unfortunate that late last night, the camps surrounding Saffron, Null End, and the Cave have grown violent, each independently overpowering the NSD and AMM patrols stationed among their camps. They have declared a state of open aggression to these settlements. In other words, Saffron, Null End, and the Cave are now at war with the souls they turned away and are under siege. We cannot presently communicate with our sources in these areas, but we will endeavor to inform you as to the developments of these events as information reaches us. However, before we lost contact with our sources, we did manage to get a casualty count. We can confirm that five AMM soldiers have perished, and two AMM soldiers are wounded and held captive. Four NSD officers perished, one escaped, and her whereabouts are unknown. Sixty-seven refugees lost their lives, in desperation for the basic necessities of life that they were denied by settlements who barely had enough for themselves. In response to these events, the NSD and AMM have each begun to mobilize to contain the situation. The two organizations refuse to coordinate efforts, however, retarding any progression to the end of these conflicts. While they scramble to move forces into the area, we can confirm that camps not yet in revolt have had additional, more heavily armed units deployed to maintain the peace. This act by many refugees is being viewed as an act of aggression and may spark further unrest. Meanwhile, in Oakland, the Knoll and Mugs have united as a single bandit group known as Wasteland Mercy, or WM for short. WM held Oakland has had gates opened wide to refugees without question from day one. Many, reportedly, have joined the group to maintain a fleeting sense of community and home. According to one interviewed bandit, they felt a moral obligation to lend aid with a surplus of resources at their disposal. It is the humble opinion of this studio that these bandits, so villainized by settlements and certain organizations, are cut above other bandits that plague our corner of the post-apocalyptic wasteland. I still must urge caution among any seeking shelter within the walls of Oakland, though I should keep an eye on this group. Should these altruistic actions continue, I might argue that WM and Oakland deserve the respect of any wasteland settlement and should be protected, not renounced, by organizations such as the NSD. That is, again, if this altruism holds true. In related news, Green Court has opened its gates to refugees, allowing limited access to markets, refugees can purchase supplies they need to survive. It is speculated that this is in an effort to avoid conflict. Refugees are restricted to a strict curfew and not permitted in large portions of the settlement. However, if sponsored by three or more current residents, refugees may seek employment within Green Court and be permitted the privilege of a home within the walls. While the process is much more complex than this and terribly slow, it is, I think, a step in the right direction. The crisis we presently face is truly awful in every way. It couldn't be helped, and I do not know if there's a right answer to fix things. Necessary resources are limited, people grow desperate, and hundreds will perish before the end of it if nothing is done. We endeavor to keep you up to date on the situation, and we ask that you please consider your fellow citizens of the Wasteland moving forward. Let's take a quick break with a few pre-recorded messages from our sponsor. Don't touch that dial, though. We'll be right back with more of the latest goings-on in the little corner of the post-apocalyptic wasteland we call home. All right, Jenny. You ready to start? Before we do, uh, I should like to I should like to mention. I checked the archive broadcast again. 
you've got to remember to trim these recordings. We're aiming for a seamless transition from, from the news to the ads and back. I know you're still learning, I'm not upset, I'm just pointing out things to improve on, alright? Alright. Now, shall we begin? This is Romulus, take one. Have you recently been displaced from your home? Are you looking... No, I didn't like that. Romulus, take two. Have you recently been displaced from your home? Are you looking for work, housing, or hot food? Are you willing to do anything to ensure your survival? Then here's the first good news you'll have heard all week. Romulus's Glory Arena is now hiring new staff in all positions. From cleaners to hunters to maintenance to fighters, we need you. Housing provided to all workers and their kin. Positions are filling quickly. Apply today. Romulus buys far too many ads. Can we limit the amount of ads we run for, for Romulus? No. Moving on. Vlaze uh, Mug. Alright. Vlaze Mug, take one. Tired of searching for water every day just to survive? Do you wish there was a better way? Have you recently died from dehydration and long for the relief of a cool, refreshing, non-contaminated drink of liquid? Then head to Vlaze Mug, the only guaranteed source of drinkable liquid this side of the Atlantic. And we're back. I missed you terribly. After such dreadful news, I think it's time to sink into our more wholesome segment and open up Miss Bean's box. Miss Bean, as reported yesterday, has taken to collecting the cans of the studio, some containing foods that we need. She has a strange affinity for these cans, and I fear that taking them away would upset her. So yesterday I informed you that I should endeavor to trade for the cans back. I've found that while her affinity for cans is great, she has an obsession with coins greater than any other. So from the scrap metal of empty cans, I set to work crafting a number of coins, each with different values scratched into the metal. They were not the most elegant things, often misshapen or sized poorly, but I felt some pride in my craft. I came to Miss Bean early this morning. She lay over her canned hoard as a dragon might protect some vast treasure. When she noticed I was approaching, she sat up and watched me intently, and made no sound. When I reached for a can, she began howling at me in a way only an angered cat might. However, her rage was soothed when I showed her my can coins. It took some time, but I eventually managed to purchase each can back from Miss B. I think the exchange was a complete success. My dear friend is happy with her new food fortune. We have our food back and I've managed to create a new currency of canned coins. I think that's where we're going to close Miss Bean's box for today. We'll return tomorrow to see how she's doing. In the meantime, let's move the conversation to a new topic. Let's talk survival. More accurately, let's talk survival cooking. More specifically, let's talk quality survival culinary. Most of us haven't had a decent meal since the world ended. Living off the scraps of the world past or risking contaminated meat hunted from our new furry friends. Often bland or bitter, these meals leave us wanting. However, thanks to a kind soul traveling the waste, I know a few things you can do to better your meals. Sugar. Who has forgotten the sweet taste of a sugary snack? That feeling as a child walking into a candy store with the anticipation of tooth-rotting delight. This flavor-enhancing miracle has been lost since the incident. We lack the resources and means of production that we once had. It has become nothing more than a rare luxury found in the ruins of the world that was, often infested with irradiated insects. This is all which remains. 
Now, what if I told you there was something else? Something that acted quite similar to sugar with negligible differences. There is a mineral in our wasteland which grows with the speed of a terrible mold. This mineral has a similar feel to salt and grows in jagged, spike-like formations in clean water. With taste not unlike the sugar we all recall, this mineral can be ground into small crystals and used in nearly every manner one might use normal sugar. This fantastic mineral, which we've dubbed sugar mites, can grow from a single crystal the size of a coin to a formation as large as a home. This, I must say, does present some danger. And we must warn you, sugar mites, it seems, can be deadly if allowed to grow to an unmanageable size. The large crystals have poor structural integrity, and branching arms may fall, injuring any unfortunate souls that stand below. A little good news, I'd wager. I can't wait to have a decent cake again. Moving on. It's no secret that this world is a dangerous place. People have grown desperate and taken to helping themselves to your stuff when you're least prepared. Stay ready. Stay informed with the latest reported bandit movements. From our anonymous sources, we're aware of five active bandit groups within our broadcasting range, the same five as yesterday's report. These groups include the Wolf Pole, the Shah, the Fire Bottle, the Knoll, the Mugs. The Knoll Mugs Alliance has turned into a permanent union. These two are now Wasteland Mercy, or WM for short, bringing our total bandit groups from five to four. As WM was reported on in detail in an earlier piece, they will not be discussed in the Bandit Report. The conflict between the Wolf Pole and the Shah Fire Bottle Alliance has continued in an explosive battle. These three titans who have held position on and around Mount Desh have ended their ceasefire and begun their cataclysmic battle. We have received reports that the Wolf Pole have emerged from the caves of Mount Desh late in the night with large ancient artillery cannons from the world that was, lobbing explosive shells from their elevated positions they hammered down on the Shah and Fire Bottle lines and camps alike. As this assault began, it was complemented by a push from heavily armored Wolf Pole units pushing their lines within earshot of the enemy camps. Meanwhile, the Shah and Fire Bottle did not take this lying down and have emerged all along the mountain. This alliance, for the duration of the ceasefire, has been tunneling beneath the Wolf Pole positions all along the mountain. While the Wolf Pole pushed forward, the Sharm Fire Bottle tunnelers emerged within their camps far behind their lines. The unprepared Wolf Pole were caught flat-footed and massacred, giving the Sharm Fire Bottle a hold on the mountain. It's important to note, the artillery used by the Wolf Pole has had several shots go off target, a number hitting civilian targets. If you're within the Mount Desh area, Please be advised that you are in immediate danger. Evacuation is recommended. And I'm afraid with that, it's the top of the hour and we are very nearly out of time. Before we go, however, I should like to leave you with the afternoon puzzler. Did you discover yesterday's answer? If you'd forgotten, I'll remind you of the question. The question was, what do you call an elephant that doesn't matter? The answer, an ear elephant. Congratulations to any who figured out that one. Today's puzzler is as follows. How do you befriend squirrels? Think about it, and tune in tomorrow for the answer. Until then, I'm afraid that's all the time we have. Please stay tuned for the evening radio music. I should like to thank you very much for listening, and if you're truly out there, good luck. And we're clear. Nice job, everyone. Jenny, did you remember to hit the commercial button? Nope.
Hi, this is Seamus's sibling, Izzy. Thank you so much for listening. If you like this broadcast, consider rating and reviewing us on your podcasting platform of choice. Wait, podcasts still exist? Hmm. Telling your friends about us and subscribing to the post-apocalyptic news radio on YouTube. You can also join the Discord, which is linked in the description below, as well as... This says... Tweet? We still have Twitter? God damn, the worst evils couldn't even be destroyed after all that nonsense. Well, use the hashtag PANR broadcast to tweet about the show. We appreciate the support and hope you keep tuning in.